Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to Send Him Off. My name is Sam and joining me as always is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. I don't know why, but that made me laugh this time. I've why? no idea why. I, I, How many I times have we done that? It must We've be done it nearly 150 well, you know? There we go. Yeah, I said hundreds, not 150, but I don't know why. It just made me laugh this time. But any case... Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I could bring a little bit are. of enjoyment there to your You know, just a little bit. Um, Southampton today, Sam, we're not yeah. alone. We're not, we're not. We're joined by... To- uh, for- oh, I just read Total Saints. Uh, top, top, top. <laughs> Instead of your name. <sighs> you can edit that. the first one I've ruined, you know. <laughs> first one I've messed up. There anyway, right, we're joined by Ben, who's from the Total Saints podcast, who is our Southampton representative. Ben, thank you for joining us. Uh, how are you doing? How are you feeling going into the season? Yeah, thanks for having us along, chaps. Um, oh, do you know, I, I think like every sort of mid to lower league Premier League side, when the season's on, you just, you know, there's periods of it where you just will in the season to end, to be honest with you. You just want to, <laughs> you just, you just had enough. And then and when the season's not around, you're like, you're willing it to come along again. And I don't know why, because we're going to get smashed at Spurs and then I'll be thinking the same again, you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, at the moment, Sam, I'm feeling quite um, pleased that the cor- uh, season's just around the corner, but I'm sure that'll change over the next couple of weeks. It's just yeah. a vicious cycle, isn't it? It is. It's a vicious <laughs> That's not cycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, last season for Southampton, if you could sum it up in a couple of words, uh, how would you describe it? Not just last season, Sam. There's one word that I can sum up the last 35 years following Saints, and that's roller coaster. I mean, it is literally, you know, <laughs> the good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, you know, first half of the season, we were doing really, really well. I think um, think back to when we beat Spurs, I think it was February. You know, we're up to about seventh, um, couple, you know, four or five points off of uh, European places. You know, we were all getting really excited. And then we went uh, 12 games and we won one of those. And in the end, we were sort of looking over our shoulders about trying to stay up. Um, you know, that's the beauty of our football club. Just when you think you're onto a good thing, they they have a habit of uh, letting you down. And uh, yeah, it was a, a bit of everything, you know, a real sort of mixed bag and uh you know, an element of at least we didn't get relegated, but an element of frustration that we didn't push on halfway through the season when we could have done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. I, I felt that was the lamp. And it was almost as if, like, as a neutral, um, there's certain teams, and I don't mean any disrespect to this. It's probably I know exactly more to do what with, he's going to say. Probably more to do with Sky Sports and who who they've got on. Yeah, it is. There's some is. teams at some point in the season I go, have they, have they played at all this season just because I haven't watched them? But like, so them were on a fair bit at the start of the season, it felt like last year. And then, like you said, they would do quite well. And then they stopped being shown on TV for a bit or I stopped watching it. Or, you know, I think just as a life got busier, I watched less football, you know, at weekends and stuff. And I think I blinked and you were in the bottom half. <laughs> I was just a bit like, what? Where when did that happen? <laughs> what, yeah. what happened? Um, mental uh, like but you know what's going to be different this year and Ben it's, it's hard I mean they, they've obviously spent a lot of money this summer which is un, unlike Saints and you know I, I say that with a sort of you know a worry at the back of my head that we've spent just a, near on 50 million you know they're trying to bring another striker that's about James Ward-Prowse you know value that we've probably spent so if we set, sell him then we would have broken even you know there's always that niggle, <laughs> but I, I don't think they can afford to do that and I think you know we had some new owners that took over back in January Sport Republic uh, took over from our our previous owner, Mr. Gow, and I think, you know, they made it quite clear that they wanted to invest this summer and they've obviously made a point, chaps, of uh, signing quite a lot of young players that I think they hope can sort of develop over the next 12 to 18 months and that's been quite a, a successful model for us over the last few years. You know, we, we sign players for 10 million, we sell them for 30, 40 million, you know, so I think they're hoping that they can go through that journey again. So 
in terms of this season. I think there's an element of uh, sort of unexpectedness. You know, we don't really know what to expect from these players. Will they come in and have that sort of, uh, you know, that lack of fear and, and be keen to prove themselves? Or will they come in and get sort of steamrolled by some of the more powerful sides? I think there's a real unknown. Um, and I think, you know, as I said at the start, that's kind of a, an exciting thing in a way, but it's also a fearful thing in, a, in another side. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's it's an interesting, I'm looking at some of the, some of the transfers and, you know, there's, there's some in there, I go, who are they? And then there's, <laughs> there's some who I look, oh, they could, they could really work. Um, Like the lad, you've, oh, what's his name? I've forgotten his name. The guy you brought in from Rangers. Uh, Joe Aribo. Aribo, that's the one. Yeah, um, he he's exciting. I like the look of him, and I think I watched him in the the Europa League a lot this year, and I think he'll he'll suit the Premier League like a duck to water, to be honest. Yeah, um, hopefully, and uh, and I think you know that's that's someone they had their eye on when he was at Charlton. He obviously left Charlton to go to Rangers, and uh, you know he's a he's a winner. He's he's won the league up in Scotland. Um, you know, I appreciate it's only a two horse race, but at least he was in one of those teams. And uh, I think you know he's got some experience. I think from from what I know, I think he played over seventy games in in club and international football last season. So famous last words, but he's clearly a fit lad as well. And I think hopefully you know, look, look out for an injury in the first couple of the games there. Um, but uh, I think you know you're, you're right. Of all the signings we made, Sam, he's probably the the one experienced player that stands out. Yeah, I look definitely. at Southampton and I feel like they got a touch of West Ham about them in terms of like West Ham last season, West Ham the season before, where they're starting to push for that European spot. I know like, you know, Southampton have been brilliant these last maybe one, two, maybe even three seasons. But I feel like with the right investment, they have got like a very good spine of a squad to yeah. go and push on. Because did you not re-sign Fraser Forster? Well, no. well we did. He is, isn't he? I was wondering, I couldn't remember where he, I saw him go. Um, but yeah, that spine seems to be quite strong, like especially with you know, James Ward Prowse you know, dictating, dictating play and of course with his set pieces. So I just wonder, have they got it in them to do what West Ham are doing, especially with the new owners now? I, I think to do that, Alex, they they probably need players to have eight or nines out of ten pretty much the whole season. You know, I, I think okay. it's you know they are one of those sides that genuinely they Saints could finish seventeenth. You know, they could finish lower than that if they have a really bad season, but they could finish seventeenth or they could have an absolute fly and finish seventh or sixth. You know, it's just there, there's so much. I think uh, in terms, of, you know, as we all know in the Premier League, there's six teams and then there's fourteen others that are sort of fighting it out for seventh. Really, I don't think that's really gonna gonna change. So you're right. I mean, they've obviously strengthened. They've signed a new goalkeeper. We've signed a new centre back. Uh, we bought uh, Romeo Lavier in uh, centre midfielder. They're currently shopping for a striker. So, as you say, they are looking to try and strengthen the spine of the side. Or, admittedly, some of those players are quite young. And you, and you know, go back to the point you made earlier. But I think the fact is, you know, there are enough sort of players that can play sort of as Ralph calls it in the ten and on the wings to complement them. But the, the the spine of the side is obviously what he's trying to build. Mm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Interesting. I'd like to see him push up. I think it's a problem. So would I. So would I. The more, the more and I enjoyed my day out there when I went there. I had a good yeah. day out to Southampton. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, uh, good ground to go to. We enjoyed <laughs> I've it. Got I'll two, back, I've got, I always think of two questions when I think of uh, Southampton. So I've got, I've got to ask you, Ben. Um, first one: just how important is James Ward-Prowse? Is it a case of if he's sold now, you go from maybe mid-table to maybe looking to push the, for those Europe's to you know you're in a bit of bit of bother down the wrong end of the table? And secondly, I'm so bored of it. So you must be so, so bored of hearing about the nine nils. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, see that's one of the good things of the, there's not been any football season it goes quiet on the nine nils for a few months but uh, um, yeah you know well, we, yeah, good news we didn't have one last season so that's a step in the right direction so uh, yeah someone but, tell uh, Sky Sports please because it's like all they go on about all they talk about is that they're losing nine nil I'm trying to think Man City were playing someone last season weren't they but I can't remember where it was like it got up to seven or eight nil quite quickly was it was it Leeds? I think Leeds. Was yeah, it? I they smashed it, and, and we were all, was, we're yeah. all sat. I think we were all sat home going, "Come on, we want nine. Well, we want one ten. More, we one want more, one more. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, in terms of James Ward Prowse, um, I, I did some local radio towards the end of last season, and I think the word I used was heartbeat. You know, he is the heartbeat of that side. Um, everyone looks at him as just a set piece taker, and I think actually, when you watch him week in week out, as we're lucky enough to do, you know, he covers every blade of grass. He's um, a total professional in terms of you know he wears the armband. He's come up through the academy from an eight year old to where is now so he's been at the club 20 years so you know despite being born down the road in a, a town beginning with p that i won't mention you know he's actually southampton <laughs> through and through now and uh you know he covers every blade of grass and um, he's brought an element of sort of I, w- I wouldn't call it dirtiness to his game but he's he's become a bit more experienced in you know winning fouls stopping uh opposition attacks through niggly fouls a bit like fernandinho does with man city you know doing it without getting booked and things like that um, and other than when he got banned for getting sent off against Chelsea last year, he's pretty much played every minute of every game for about the last four or five years, including FA Cup and Carabao Cup as well. So, you know, he's someone that really um, enjoys performing for Saintston. I don't think they could afford to lose him. I, I think hand on heart, I wouldn't be surprised if we're having a different conversation next year. You know, he signed a new deal last year. I think they will be keen to keep him around this year, but it wouldn't surprise me if they sort of say, look, you know, give us one more season and then let's see what offers are on the table. And, you know, he's what, 28, 29, give him that chance to potentially pay Champions League football before it's too late. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I have a theory about James Ward-Prowse, um, which I think because he's so, so good at set pieces, I think that is the, is hear me out. That's the reason he isn't in the England squad as regular as he should be. And isn't given enough credit because I think, like you said, people just think, oh, he's a set piece guy. You know, he, he does that. Whereas his overall play, he's better than a lot of England midfielders that I see getting in the squad a lot. You know, people, Alex loves James Madison. I don't mind James Madison. And I know they play <laughs> slightly different roles, but I'd take James Ward Prowse as an overall player over James Madison any day of the week. Absolutely. Well, James- James Madison always scores against us, so I can't say I'm a massive fan of him. But, uh, um, um, but yeah, look, I think you have to look back at Prowse. I mean, you know, he was pretty unlucky to get cut for the Euros last year just before they they went into that. You know, he'd had a fantastic season. He was our player of the season this year, just gone as well. So, you know, he's in good form. And it's frustrating because Southgate's obviously grown up with him through the 21s and then hasn't treated him particularly well. But I think, you know, like lots of clubs, mid to lower league, you know, I, I think one of the problems with Prowse is the fact that he plays for Southampton. You know, we've always had a, we're not a glamorous side, you know, there's average players at Manchester United that get picked because they play for Manchester United. And I think going back to the earlier point, you know, that's potentially the the challenge for him if he wants to try and become a regular in the England side. And there's some really good players in there at the moment, Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips, players like that that are in the same position. You know, maybe he does have to move on to do that. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm not overly worried because it means he's around at some areas. It means he can't get injured as much playing international football and things like that as well. But, you know, you think of, of how well he's developed in the game and you feel that he probably deserves more opportunities than he's had. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. I, I do agree. Point of view, that's definitely how I how I do it. Um so obviously I'm assuming he's your key guy then. If um if he's the key man, uh who are the sort of unsung heroes, the the underrated ones who might go slightly like a little bit under, under the, the radar, radar for neutral? Yeah. I think I think one that um doesn't get enough praise, certainly again, thinking about England level, is Carl Walker Peters. Um, you know, someone that we signed from Spurs and um, there was sort of a 
you know, I suppose a, an unofficial relationship relationship between the two sides when Pierre Emil Hoiberg went to Spurs and, and Walker Peters came the other way. You know, he's he's fitted in really well. You know, I would say close to to James Ward-Prowse in terms of player of the season last year. Plays right back, plays left back. You know, so he can adapt and uh, and and play both full back positions. Um, again, you know, very quiet lad, just gets on with it up and down the wing. I think has done really, really well. Um, and I think the other one probably um, is um, probably Oriol Romeo as well. He plays centre midfield again. You know, someone that was at Chelsea. Um, he's probably one of the few physical players that we've got on our side. You know, again, plays centre midfield. He isn't technically the best player in the world, but again, someone that goes around, gives a hundred percent. Uh, wins a lot of balls back and, and sort of helps the players, you know, move forward with it as well. So again, you know, he probably does the ugly work. I think Ward Prowse probably does a lot of the, the you know, the sexy stuff, if you like to call it that, <laughs> taking free kicks and taking all those sort of things. Um, but I'd say that probably those two are the, the sort of unsung heroes in the side at the moment. That's a yeah, very I good like... point because I do, I do think about or is it Aurelu or Oriol? Yeah, Oriol. I yeah. can never pronounce that person, but like <laughs> because you're worth was a... it. Yeah, <laughs> Loria. Um, yeah, no, when he was at Chelsea, I was a big, big fan of his, and I couldn't really work out why Chelsea sold him because I think at the time David Louise was, you know, in the team playing there and like centre back and whatever. I couldn't really work it out, but yeah, I, I always do keep an eye on uh, when, when he's playing, you know, kind of defeats the point of him being an unsung hero to me, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, uh, I am very keen on him, so I was trying to think of anybody else, but um, when we were talking about key players, I think Kyle Walker Peters did jump out at me initially as well. Because um, yeah. he, he had a pre-season down at Swansea. Like, I don't know, were you there, Sam? Uh, yeah, where Corey Smith, um, he roulette him, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But I, th- I thought he had a good game down there, see. So, I don't know. That was just me. I, I picked him out straight away last yeah. season. So, nice. I had my eye on him. player. I like him a lot. But, uh, yeah. There oh, we are. Sorry, so, I thought you were laughing. That was all. I just wanted to look clever. That's all I wanted <laughs> yeah. to do there. Lovely. Uh, it's a change. Uh, yeah, so true. Where, where, where then would you be happy with a finish this year? What, what do you sort of, not necessarily a prediction. We'll save that for uh, the next question. But where would, where would you 17. be? Where would you be happy with? Seventeenth. I, I think just to improve on last season. I think particularly with those young players that we brought in. I mean, we did quite well in the cups last year. We got to the fourth round, got knocked out by Chelsea on penalties. You obviously went all the way to the final. Um, got to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup and then lost to, to Man City. So no disgrace in that either. Um, you know, as I said, it was a disappointing end to last season. I think, you know, getting five points out of 36, I think it was one win and two draws, you know, it's relegation form. So, I mean, even if you get another 10 or 15 points on top of that, you're potentially pushing yourself up four or five places. So for me, I think it's just about having a consistent season. And if they can finish higher up the league with a young set of players that are obviously trying to find their feet in the Premier League, then I think, you know, as Saints fans, we're a pretty realistic bunch. You know, we don't expect to win trophies. We don't expect to be fighting for the top four. But what we want to see is players sort of giving 100% and trying to imp- improve themselves and improve the team. Can you see yourself mirroring the, ex- the success that Arsenal are having with their youngsters? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, and I only know this because I've seen some prep for our pod at the, the weekend. I, I know Saints were the second youngest squad last season, you know, average age, Arsenal obviously being the youngest. I mean, we've we've let Fraser Forster and Shane Long go and they're about 125 between the two of them. So, yeah, that, that, that'll bring down the average age of the squad. So, I think, you know, there, there's a lot of young players in and around Saints, Alex. There's There's been a lot, you know, uh, over the last few years, but not many of them have progressed from the, the sort of B team into the first team. So there has been a bit of lull and, you know, we, we're obviously famous for 
pathway. Of course, you're, you're, I'm sure one of your heroes, Gareth Bale, obviously came through, you know, yeah. our academy. Um, so it's something that they need to think about again. So, uh, yeah, de definitely going back to your point, I think, you know, there's, there's hope, you know, hope, I suppose, that that will happen. Yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. Right. Are you willing, Ben, to put your neck <clears throat> on the line and give Final us question. a prediction <laughs> as to where Southampton are going to finish this season? Well, I'm always rubbish at predictions. Like whenever we do our match predictions, I, I never get anything right. So I can safely say that we will not win the Premier League next year. Oh, well. <laughs> like what I've done there. Good. Well done. Uh, I, I, I mean, what were we? Fifteenth last year. Genuinely, this sounds this sounds like so like negative and but I, I 14th 13th something like that I, I think if we finish there and it's a step in the right direction and we're not looking over our shoulders for the last sort of five to ten games then I think as I say I think we'll all be fairly relaxed and uh you know see that as a positive season yeah I don't, I don't think that's negative at all I think given the standard any improvement year, I think yeah. everybody yeah. has stepped up massively in the market as well and I think that top like the European spots for a lot of teams you know even like the Brightons who were mm. had a good season last year I think yeah. I think they're just a, they're just a write off, and I think if you're in that middle mid table thing, all you've got to hope for is better than last year, play well, hmm. and like you said, to not be looking over your shoulder at any point. And I think that yeah. is a success. Yeah, and and you look at you know you look at who went down last year. Um, you know, three I would say pretty poor sides. You look at it this year. You know, the three sides that come up: Fulham, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest. You know, all of those could have good seasons, and then all the other teams that struggled last year, Everton, ourselves, you know, Newcastle obviously had a really good time. So you do sort of look around, even as a Saints fan, I think, crikey, at the moment, you know, other than the three that have come up, I can't really see three teams that will be cut adrift. You know, it could be a really competitive season and Saints will need to be up for it. Yeah, definitely. Well, sure. we can hope. Uh, ben, best of luck for the season. Uh, would you like to tell people where they can listen to the pod and uh, find you all on social media? Yeah, of course. We're on, uh, I'm sure like you guys on all of the sort of good podcast channels and probably some of the, the rubbish ones as Tim Lovejoy would have <laughs> used to have said. But uh, yeah, just look for Total Saints Podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Total Saints Pod and uh, everywhere else on social media as well. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Nice to talk to you and obviously wish you guys the best for the season as well. Yeah, cheers. Thanks mate. a lot Thank for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, hopefully we'll be speaking to you next year as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we will. I've got to be honest. I think bothered uh, on the other end of the be table. All right. Um, yeah, so thank you for joining us. Thank you uh, for listening, guys. It's been a, it's been an interesting one. I've enjoyed this one. The time has flown. But uh, another one done, Alan. We're getting there. We're, we're, getting we're there. creeping. We're creeping. Ooh, we're, we're creeping. Nearly there. We're nearly there. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. If uh, if you haven't already, drop us a like or subscribe or rate us on Spotify. And rate us five stars. That. Yeah, we'd really stars. appreciate that. Um, <laughs> and if you can drop us a follow on Twitter, at Pod, Instagram, Podcast. Uh Yeah. Go, uh, go, go give us find a little, us on TikTok. Go give us a little follow. Yeah, find us on TikTok as well. We are there somewhere. We need to start posting. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you soon, guys. <laughs> Ta-da. See you later.